welcome to the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Kate Moore Youssef, and I'm a wellbeing and lifestyle coach, EFT practitioner, mum to four kids, and passionate about helping more women to understand and accept their amazing ADHD brains. After speaking to many women just like me, and probably you, I know there is a need for more health and lifestyle support for women newly diagnosed with ADHD. In these conversations, you'll learn from insightful guests, hear new findings and discover powerful perspectives and lifestyle tools to enable you to live your most fulfilled, calm and purposeful life wherever you are on your ADHD journey. Here's today's episode. So hi everyone, welcome back to the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Kate Moore Youssef and today I am recording a a solo episode. Um, I've decided to come in and give you a bonus because I wanted to let you know about the brand new ADHD Women's Wellbeing Hormone Series that I am launching and I wanted to give you a bit more of an understanding as to the personal story behind it and I guess why I felt there was such a need to bring more knowledge and expertise and awareness and education around um, ADHD and women's hormones. So I thought I'd come in and tell you a little bit about um, my experience and then explain to you what the hormone series is going to be about, but also what I was hearing from so many of you as well. So what I had experienced throughout, I guess, from puberty was something I just considered normal for me. I just considered um, having really bad PMS, um, really heavy periods, and just feeling genuinely sort of rubbish towards the last two weeks of my cycle. Now, as I was going through puberty, I do remember being quite an angsty, angry um individual. However, I do know that there was a lot of stuff going on for me around uh, my family life as well. There was lots of sort of upheaval and bits of dysfunction and chaos. So I know that didn't help me. And I look back at myself probably around sort of the age of 14 or 15. Definitely there was the undiagnosed ADHD. I could see how my RSD was flaring up. I could also see how I just almost turned into a different person in, you know, the lead up to my period. I don't think it was as severe as PMDD, but I do think that um, my PMS was really hard, really hard for me to deal with, but also really hard for perhaps the people around me to deal with. I remember just feeling very insular, wanting to just be left alone. I didn't want to see people. It felt, you know, my self-esteem was really low. I couldn't understand when I saw other people, um, friends of mine who sort of just sailed through their periods, like it just, you know, just appeared. Um, I had this buildup and this sort of dark, heavy, um, physical, but it's also an emotional feeling. Um, you know, obviously I'm sort of struggling to remember all the intricacies of it, but my wake up call was definitely after I started having kids. So I, I was actually quite young. Um, when I had my first child, he was, I was 25 and I remember this darkness after I'd had him that I know wasn't postnatal depression as such, But I think it could have manifested into that if perhaps my restless energy, I think in a way my ADHD helped me in some capacity because my restless sort of hyperactive side of me needed me outside. I needed to be outside. He had horrendous colic um, and just cried the whole time and he barely slept. 
And I basically just pushed the buggy for hours upon end. Um, so I actually think that the combination of being outside, um, walking, constantly walking was probably good for my mental health. But I also remember feeling very drained and tired and exhausted and not wanting to really sort of socialize and not really want to go to all the, you know, mother and baby groups. And I didn't really want to have a lot of people around me. So I look back in all the different sort of insights that I have about hormones now, and I sort of see how they popped up in different capacities. You know, I went on to have um, two other babies, and then I had a really quite a horrible miscarriage. Um, And that also plunged me into sort of a hormonal mess as well. So I, I just remember feeling and seeing this pattern where during pregnancy, although I had horrendous morning sickness, I also felt a bit more even keeled with my hormones. Um, and from what I now know, that means that sort of my estrogen was quite high and um, my progesterone was sort of leveled out with, to a degree. And it sort of felt like things were under control. And then as I started to hit about 40, which unfortunately coincided with homeschooling, the pandemic, I had my 40th in lockdown, I really could start feeling these quite severe perimenopausal symptoms, which I was just shocked about. Shocked that the age of 40, I was already experiencing, you know, night sweats. Again, I go back to my cycle of it feeling like every part of my cycle from ovulation was just heavy and exhausting and I wasn't sleeping, very, very low mood. And this was before my ADHD diagnosis and I was really struggling. And I, and that's when I actually had my ADHD diagnosis because I'd gone to the doctor and I said, I don't think this is anxiety. Um, uh, the anxiety is there. It's, it's worse than it's ever been. And at this point, you know, I'd always managed my anxiety because I didn't really know what it was. And um, many of you who sort of listened to the podcast for a long time have have probably heard me talk about all the different ways I've managed what I just thought was sort of restless energy, nervous energy. Um, I didn't even know to call it anxiety. I just knew I was never quite settled and there was always a worry and I always felt on edge and things just never felt calm or relaxed. It just felt like I was always fighting against something. And I just didn't have the language. And this is what I hear, you know, from so many of you that we didn't have the language. We didn't have the awareness. We didn't have any professionals guiding us in the right direction. So, so many of us have sort of just been told to take um, anxiety medication, antidepressants, and just get on with it. But when we start understanding how impactful our hormones have been from, from puberty and how that interacts with our ADHD and how it can exacerbate and how we can have the fluctuations of our ADHD throughout our cycle. That is what has really propelled me to learn as much as I can for, for both myself, for my daughters, but also for so many of you, so many of my clients, all my listeners, people who I work with constantly. You know, I only work with women and I only work with women who I guess are willing to, they want to learn, they want to help themselves and they want to learn and they want to advocate for them for themselves. And I just hear constantly how now that they have this recognition of what their the hormones have done, interplaying with the ADHD, 
it's like, I wish I'd known this 20 years ago. I wish I'd just known how to support myself. I wish I'd known what tools I could have, you know, um, available. So let me just backtrack to my diagnosis. So I had my um, ADHD diagnosis at the age of 40. And very soon after, after I'd started doing the podcast and I had heard from Jeanette Wasserstein, who I knew was sort of at the forefront um, of trying to dig deeper and do some research and find evidence between um, the correlation of hormones and ADHD. And I really dug deep. I spoke to Dr. Emma Ping. I spoke to Adele Wimsett. And you'll hear from them in mini episodes coming up um, in the next few weeks, because these ladies are not only have, have been pivotal for me for understanding, I have had private sessions with them. And um, I've really, really dug deep and tried to get every bit of up-to-date information that I can on the podcast, but now on the um, on the Women's Wellbeing Hormone Series. Um, each video episode with them is about 45 minutes, an hour long, and we really go beyond what we discussed in the podcast, because that was quite a long time ago, those, those conversations. And we know more than we did even six months ago or 12 months ago. And we understand the nuances as well. So I got my diagnosis and I then started really digging deep into my perimenopause and understanding how perhaps HRT could help me um, boost my estrogen. So my estrogen um, then can help boost my dopamine, which I knew was lacking, was really lacking towards the last two weeks of my cycle, hence my low moods. But what the HRT was also helping me with or is helping me with is the sleep. I'm no, no longer having the night sweats. It's helping me feel balanced. It's helping me feel energized. It's giving me mental cognition, more clarity. Um, I've been using testosterone gel as well, which has been very interesting because I wasn't sure if there's, again, there's no scientific evidence that testosterone can directly help women with ADHD. But it has 100% helped me with my cognition, again, towards those last two weeks of my cycle. So for me, HRT has been a, a real game changer in helping me feel um, like my ADHD is no longer sort of this uphill struggle. Yes, it's still there. I have those daily moments of just brain fog and forgetting things and doing silly things of, of not noticing mistakes and not putting words and documents and sending wrong links and forgetting to pick up things and leaving fridge doors open and forgetting to take things out the freezer. And if I'm honest, these little tiny things, as annoying as they are, and yes, they really are annoying, um, are incons inconsequential compared to my mental health. So I prefer to have the little things which are nuisances as opposed to those big thundering, dark days, moments, hours where it feels really difficult. And again, I've noticed that my RSD is easier to manage. But at the same time, I do believe that awareness is incredibly helpful for rejection sensitivity. So when we're aware of it and we can see it, we can spot it, especially when we are in the more sensitive part of our cycle, when we're, we're heading towards you know, a period, ovulation, and we can really start feeling heightened emotions, our mood feeling a bit sort of more um, compromised. 
and again, this is, you know, I'm talking about perimenopause here. I'm talking menopause, after menopause. We still have to be aware of our cycles, even if we're not having periods anymore. And as women, these cycles continue. And we just have to notice and recognize that there's different seasons in our life. And again, we talk about this in the hormone series. So we are delving into all about nutritional support, lifestyle tools, um, understanding how to give ourselves lots of compassion and forgiveness, managing our energy, and really delving into all the different areas of how we can help ourselves with regards to our energy, self-leadership, again, being able to make decisions and have trust in ourselves that we do know what's right for us and learning how to advocate for ourselves. And I really want to be able to bring to you with this hormone series, this knowledge that you have always deserved better. You have deserved to know what has been going on with you. And to all the women who are older than me, you know, I discovered this at 40, but I know that I'm working with a lot of women who are discovering this in their late 50s, in their 60s, who have had a lifetime of genuinely not understanding, not knowing. Even today, I I walked into a shop and I heard a lady saying she must have been in her late 70s, early 80s. She was really, you know, sort of, and I know I could hear her talking about someone I presumed was her daughter. And she said, I'm really worried about her. I think she's having a nervous breakdown because she's always suffered with her nerves just like me. Now, obviously, I can't diagnose anyone, you know, just off that. But so many women who I speak to sort of use language like that, sort of outdated language of, I've always suffered with my nerves. And really recognizing what does that mean for you? What does that look like? you know, day to day, what does suffering with your nerves mean? And how is that manifested? Being a person that is menstruating, being someone that has given birth, um, that has hormonal challenges, how does that look to you? And how exhausting and how difficult that is that we are battling so much unawareness and we're battling all the other stuff that comes with all these hormonal fluctuations and imbalances and managing households and looking after people. And we're probably right at the very bottom of our pecking order as well. So I wanted to let you know that this hormone series is for anyone that has suffered with heavy periods and mood swings and PMS and PMDD. Perhaps you've had energy crashes, burnout for most of your life, and you've tried so much and you still don't know what to do. I want to promise you that these 10 different video um, episodes are really going to break down so much and really offer you different tools. Some may work for you, some may not. You may find something that really speaks to you and something else that is just not something that you're dealing with right now. Maybe you're feeling angry that you've been dismissed by doctors historically. You know, again, people, the medical professionals are only just understanding. I'm speaking to GPs all the time who are going, now I understand, now I get it. I've had women coming in to my surgery for the past you know, two or three years. And now I understand I'm seeing, I'm piecing all the symptoms together. I'm able to direct them accordingly. And beforehand I wasn't, I was literally only had a couple of options at my disposal. Perhaps you've been told that you simply only have, you just have to live with your symptoms and deal with it. And you are tired. You're tired of only feeling functional a few weeks out of your cycle and you are just desperate. You're desperate for for more help and you're not willing to sit back and accept this suffering anymore. So if you are ready to reclaim your health and you are unsure of where to start, you would love to 
empower yourself. You'd love to advocate for yourself. Maybe you've got a daughter who's really struggling right now with puberty, moving through all that those tricky sort of teenager years. And even though you missed out on all of this, you would like to know more for her, but also so you can model to her how best to look after yourself through these times and really take on board what you do have at your disposal right now and really um, go and be proactive with changing the way you are with your vitality, your energy, um, how you look after yourself, how you nurture yourself, how you speak to yourself. This is the hormone. This hormone series is really what I believe is what so many of you have been asking me for. So I just wanted to give you this episode so you can understand, I guess, the passion that I have for this project. And I'm going to be launching this to a VIP mailing list. So if you are listening to this today and you would like to gain access to the early bird pricing, you would like to be able to get access to a bonus workshop. I'm going to be doing a bonus live workshop just to my mailing list between July the 13th and the 17th. So if you sign up between those days, you're going to get the early bird access pricing and you're also going to get access to a free bonus workshop with me where I'm going to be answering questions. I'm going to be breaking down some of the the, um, insights and the points and the topics from many of these different sessions and really give you sort of as much as I can in this 45 minute bonus workshop. So head to the show notes of today's episode or go to my website, which is adhdwomenswellbeing.co.uk. You will have all the information there. You will sign up. You're going to get, as soon as it's launched, you will get an email and you will be, you'll have access to the early bird pricing. So I really wanted to give you this hormone series because I don't believe there's anything else like this on the market right now. I don't believe that anyone has curated all of these different experts who have given us this up-to-date information to really help guide you and support you and encourage you to find the best tools and techniques and lifestyle changes to help you, to help your loved ones, and to empower you to to make choices, to finally know what's been going on with you, and to know that this suffering, you don't have to live with it, that there, there are ways, and being able to go to your doctor and say, I have done my research, I have learned from hormonal experts, from menopause experts, from nutritional experts, I want this testing done, I want this extra support, and also being able to to bolster your confidence with your ADHD and know that you aren't at the mercy of it. It may have felt that you have been battling upstream for so much of your life. And I really want to be able to give you this hormone series so you can take charge. Now, I want to explain to you with regards to the pricing, I've tried to keep it as accessible as possible. And for 10 different episodes, and I will be building up on this, I have given it as pretty much the price as one private consultation with one of these experts, these specialists. So I wanted this hormone series for it to feel like you were having a private consultation with a specialist. I wanted to hopefully ask all the questions that you would want to ask. And I've asked to make break down anything that feels complicated so you don't feel that you are 
if you're in the dark anymore, I really want to make sure that um, you're listening in to a private consultation that can help navigate you towards the, the right path that you you feel is aligned and right for you. So I really hope this helps you. Listen out for more bonus episodes. Listen out for more details. Make sure you um, are following me on social media at ADHD Women's Wellbeing Pod or Kate Moore Youssef. Make sure you are subscribed to my newsletter because you will be getting lots of updates about the hormone series. This is going to be my flagship product. I'm going to be evolving it, growing it, and this is going to be there. This is what I've been. This is what I've been building up to. So make sure you head to the link in the show notes or my website, adhdwomenswellbeing.co.uk. And I really hope that this video series, this hormone series, um, is as helpful as I hope it could be. Take care for now, and I will see you or speak to you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you found what you were looking for in this conversation, and it's helped guide you towards some further self-healing, self-exploration, and most importantly, self-acceptance. And if you have enjoyed this conversation and would like to experience more of my work, such as access to exclusive live workshops and opportunities for group coaching sessions, connecting with other like-minded women, and a general feeling of belonging, please come and check out my monthly membership, the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Collective. I've made it as affordable as possible, and I offer you lots of resources and opportunities for connection and support from other women all around the world being diagnosed with ADHD later on in life. I'd absolutely love to see you there. All the details are in this episode's show notes or on my website, adhdwomenswellbeing.co.uk. See you in the next episode.